0: Listen, ladies, I just – you might want to run from a man in guyliner. Not because they don't look good. That's the problem. They look real good and then they ruin your life. So just – I'm just saying like (laughs) – Speaking from experience, it sounds like. Be careful. I'm Kirby. And I'm Sarah. Welcome Welcome to to Los Angeles! Angeles. Every week we break down the most important beauty news and launches, interview your favorite beauty experts, influencers, and celebrity guests, and
1: review our favorite beauty products of the moment as your beauty editor BFFs from the beautiful and great city of Los Angeles. Welcome Glamgelinos!
0: We hope you stay a while.
1: Cute. That's cute.
0: We're recording this on Thursday, which is earlier than when we usually record because I'm getting a new IUD. And when I tell you, I have a very high pain tolerance and I'm usually not freaked out by these things. I have had full on anxiety all week knowing that this is happening. So I have a Valium that I will be taking along with 3 Motrin and I hope I just fucking float away. And she can numb my cervix and insert this new IUD. Is Patrick going to pick you up? He's taking me there and picking me up.
1: Okay, what a great man. It's the least he could do for no babies.
0: I'm like, sir, no one's sticking anything up your peen. And nope, mm-mm, mm-mm. Your little balls. So, Yep. no, he's like, whatever you need.
1: Nothing angers me more than like, the idea of birth control and buying tampons, like it just angers me to my core. Same, same. Angers the opposite sex. To yes. Matt specifically. Yes. directed also all towards Matt.
0: If you have gotten your IUD inserted or you have to get another one, just know I'm right there with you. I feel you. It is like, it's the worst pain, but then it's so great because you don't even have to worry about it for like five, six years. So Hoda was like, I was holding a crystal during mine. <laughs> I was like, oh, of course she was. I was holding a crystal and manifesting less <laughs> less pain. Of course. Of course. Oh, my God. Um, Kirby, I want to know. What What's is on, on your face? face? What is on my face? Okay, I want to caveat this, wife by saying this is not a full endorsement because I haven't been using it enough to see the full results that they claim, okay? There's part of it that I'm like, this is kind of a game changer. So... I've been getting asked a lot about the Opti Precision skincare device because I think they're probably doing a lot of advertising for it online right now. And I was like, oh yeah. So I don't know. It was maybe two years ago. I went to CES. It's a big electronics you know, consumer show. And they had a lot of like beauty products that they were kind of showing off. Like SK2 had this optimized store where you would just go in and everything was digital. It was really cool. And I learned about Opti there. And the thing that really got me is this is a device that focuses on hyperpigmentation. Sarah doesn't have hyperpigmentation. So this is not a concern that she would even like be curious about. But for the people who do not have the (sighs) supple, creamy, Beautiful Asian Saratan skin. You haven't seen me in a while. What? Like, I've got some redness in my cheeks. That's not hyperpigmentation. Okay. <laughs> so, this device is interesting. I think it, the best way to describe it is skincare scanner, there's a camera in it. The way it works is you put it on the skin. The scanner detects tonal differences in pigmentation. So from your actual skin tone to like the hyperpigmentation. And when it sees this pigmentation, it deposits the tiniest amount of serum on top. The serum has a pigment in it. So it doesn't only cover the skin. It's a niacinamide serum. So it infuses just the hyperpigmented spot with this serum and niacinamide is great for discoloration, hyperpigmentation, things like that. And so the whole idea is that over time, when you use this product, you're not only getting this really natural lightweight coverage, but over four to six weeks, it's going to lighten your pigment on your face. The befores and afters on the site are like truly jaw dropping. I was shooketh to my core. (laughs) And When I tried it at this consumer trade show, the before and after of just like how it looked on my skin, I was like, this is incredible because for me, if I'm trying to cover my hyperpigmentation, I really have to do like foundation and then Mm -hmm. spot cover with concealer. That's the only way it's going to look even remotely natural on my face. Because if you just use concealer or just use foundation, like it's really hard to find that exact perfect match. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. we we talk a lot about this, about shade matching and stuff like that and how if it's, like, a lighter weight product, you don't need to have, like, the perfect shade match, which is true. But if you're applying it all over your face, it's not that big of a deal. If you're just spot treating, you're going to notice a little bit of a difference, it's, Yeah, right? it makes it, like, even more obvious. Yeah, and, like, pigmentation, it's dark, right? Like, it's really notoriously hard to cover up. So, I don't know. I just remember I did it at the trade show. I thought it was awesome. I wrote about it. I kind of, like wrote the first story about it and people were like, what the hell is this? This is crazy. But at that time there wasn't like a consumer option yet. They were still trying to work out the kinks with it. Well, they finally launched and they sent it to me and I was like, okay, I'm going to try it and see how it goes. And, I posted a video on my Instagram and y'all like the before and after really speaks for itself. Just makeup wise, you can still see that I have like pigment on my cheek, but it just looks natural. It looks like my skin. It doesn't Mm -hmm. look like I'm wearing actual makeup. No, it was so glowy. It was so glowy. It looks like that in person too. That's the crazy part. I just kept looking at myself in the mirror. It's awesome. So all that to say, I'm going to keep trying it for four to six weeks I mentioned this, right, that it only deposits the serum on the pigmentation nowhere else on the face. So Mm -hmm. it's not going to lighten like your entire face, right? We talk about that a lot with hydroquinone. Mm -hmm. If you're going to use hydroquinone. My favorite. (laughs) Yeah. Hydroquinone. You put it all over your face and then like it kind of just bleaches your entire face and you're like, yeah, it's still, you can still see the pigment. So anyways, the device, hold on to your shorts, people. It's $599. I know, I know, I know. So it's $600. Correct. So that's why I say, let me keep testing this to let y'all know if it actually lightens the skin. Some of y'all might have an unlimited bank account and be like, you know what? I want this strictly just for the coverage purposes. And by all means, like, I think that's, this product is unlike anything else on the market right now. But for those of you who are like really banking on the lightning component of it, just stay tuned. Watch this space. <laughs> Listen to this space. I definitely want to follow up because this is an investment. This is like the Dyson Airwrap level investment. And if it really can help to lighten my dark spots, again, I'm super sus because my melasma is from my hormones, like my IUD. So mine is notoriously difficult to lighten. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you have sun damage and that's what your pigmentation is from, if it's from like acne scars. Yeah, or like age spots. Age spots, like, I think that this could be a total game changer. So, Opti Precision skincare device. I have a question. Yes. What is your question? Okay. So, it comes in
1: three skin tones. Correct. Do you feel like that's fine?
0: Yes, I actually do. Okay. And I kind of like quizzed them about this initially. I was like, why only three shades? I put this in my video. The way that it comes out, it's like a sliver, Uh like an eyelash amount of product that when you're rolling it on the skin that it deposits. So it's really not a lot of product. Like I think I have the lightest and I was scared it was going to be too light for like when I tan my face and my face was tan in that video and it still worked for me.
1: So it's almost like how CC creams and like BB creams would sort of like blend in with the rest of your skin tone, sort of. Even
0: more so with this because it's like not a lot of product.
1: Right. It's like super precise
0: only to the places where you need it. Yes. This is really cool.
1: It's super cool. You know what I feel like I know is going to be an issue for me when I'm older and I feel like this will help? I feel like my mustache area, there's like a shadow. It's like the thing I'm like most afraid of in terms of like pigmentation. Is it pigment or is it like a shadow? It's almost like pigmentation. Okay. And I feel like, you know, it maybe could have to do with the fact that perhaps don't apply as much sunscreen to my upper lip as, you know, as my forehead or whatever. But I just like, I notice like with my mom and my sisters and they talk about it all the time too. So I feel like this would be really good for that.
0: Yeah, I I have been putting it on top of my upper lip. I do my nose, forehead. I do like my whole entire face. So TBD on the actual results, but we'll be linking this. Yeah, and your before and after is amazing already. Yeah, I mean, I'm truly impressed with this little guy. So that's my wife. That's what I've been using and really enjoying. Yay. Yay. All right, let's do some beauty news yeah let's do
1: it okay let's start off with some great news so who out there still uses pinterest before their next you know hair salon appointment me yeah i feel like everyone does i feel like hair any sort of home decor food like event planning nails nails There's like so much goodness that still lives on Pinterest. And I feel like people don't talk about it that much.
0: Yeah. Pinterest, I think, just marches to the beat of its own drum. It's not trying to be any other platform. And consciously, like when I'm trying to, we're trying to redecorate our living room, the hours I have spent just nonstop searching.
1: And it's so smart now. Like, it's like, oh, do you want modern, transitional, boho? Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah, I'm on
1: there all the time too. But let's go back to hair. Okay. So previously, when you would try to find a haircut, you know, perhaps in the results, you were given a bunch of hair, you know, photos that just didn't work for you. Like it's not your hair type. Mm. That has changed. So Pinterest now has a hair pattern search function, which allows you to filter your results across six different hair types. So there's protective, straight, wavy, curly, coily, bald, shaved. So when you're searching for, you know, hair inspo, you're only going to get the images that are specific to your texture or your curl pattern.
0: Wow. This is so smart.
1: So smart. So this is thanks to Pinterest's head of inclusive product, which like, what a fun title, Annie Ta. She worked with a bunch of BIPOC creators, including celebrity hairstylist Naima LaFond. She does like Yara Shahidi's hair, Whitney Peak's hair. And so, yeah, they developed a new feature, which is just like, oh my God, I can't believe that it didn't already exist. But it's so smart.
0: I think Pinterest is one of the platforms that actually takes into account its users' feedback and like wants to make the platform better and easier for everyone. If you're a content creator or you make content for a brand, you should definitely start creating on Pinterest. I was learning about some of the new tools they have. They have this thing that they call like an ideas post, essentially, where It doesn't link out to like a website or a blog. It's just content that strictly lives on Pinterest. And when you put graphics, that piece of content, like if you put coiled hair, it would live on Pinterest forever. So if you search coiled hair, that video or that piece of content would pop up at all times. It's like what I wish Instagram would figure out. Like Mm -hmm. if there's an Instagram story talking about retinoids, like i want to be able to search that and then like watch all of the retinoid videos, like one after the other. You know what I mean?
1: Totally, totally. Yeah, yeah. That's like a very missed opportunity for Instagram in terms of archived content. Yep. But yeah, I'm curious if younger people are on Pinterest.
0: That is a great question. I know that the beauty and fashion communities are huge on Pinterest. I think it was oh man, I'm going to mess up this number. I can't remember if it was like 110 million and 108 million for fashion and beauty, respectively. Mm. But they have pretty active users on that platform constantly searching for that stuff. But I I am curious like what the age range is.
1: Yeah, I kind of feel like it's the same as like the Facebook user in terms of demographic, but I could be wrong. And I know that they're obviously working to attract a younger audience and they have all these cool new options and tools now. So
0: they're, if you're looking for a new hairstyle, even more reason to use Pinterest. Can I piggyback off that and say, speaking of hair patterns, we figured out the product from Cardi's Barty and y'all did too. So many people. So many. Okay, so some of y'all rightfully were like, Ladies, this is for, you know, textured hair, for edges and things of that nature. We did mention that, that this is probably a product that we don't use and have never had to use. So that's why we're not familiar with the brand. The brand is just for me hair, and it's called Curl Piece. We thought it was like queen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we were like really trying to go in there. Like, is that a cue? It's called Curl Piece, Curled, uh, Defining Curl and Coil Cream. I'm pretty sure it's for, I think it's for children. I think this is probably for Cardi's Mm. little BB. Mm, mm. So, yeah, we're still getting phone calls, by the way, (laughs) of people telling us. But the person, the first person that called, we emailed you and you haven't emailed us back. Uh oh. So, if we don't hear from you the end of this week, end of day on Friday, We're going to have to move on to the second person so we can get them their gift card. And I'm just going to tell y'all, I was on Google Voice (laughs) just listening to all these voicemails because it made me so happy. And somebody called while I was in Google Voice and I answered and she she had the correct product. So guess what? She also got a gift card. So call the hotline. Was she like, uh, her name was Ashley. She was like, uh, oh, um. I wasn't expecting anyone to pick up. I'm like, I wasn't expecting anyone to call, to be honest. Like, I was just on here listening to the voicemails. So just to say, like, you should call the hotline whenever your heart desires. If one of us answers, you might just get something fun out of it. So I don't want to reveal this person's email. Like, I don't want to, like, but we emailed you from the Los Angeles email account. Check your spam. Check your junk, you know. But get back to us so we can make sure that you get your retailer Gift card. card. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on. Okay, I'm weirdly into this. I am too. So Glamnetic. Glamnetic is a brand that first focused on like the magnetic lashes, which Mm -hmm. Sarah and I have talked about. I'm not a huge fan of magnetic lashes, to be completely honest, for a variety of reasons, but they have nail products and Glamnetic just launched a collaboration with Lil Huddy. Are you a fan? I'm not not a fan. I don't okay. know anything about this person. He's he's 19 years old and I went to Emo Night recently and uh-huh. he was there trying to like promote a song he did with the lead singer of All American Rejects and I felt so bad for this kid because everybody there was booing him and the guy from All American Rejects kept making the DJ play the song that they did over and over. I did feel really bad for Little Huddy. It's fine because Little Huddy has, I'm reading the the
1: pitch email, 32 million followers, over 1.6 billion likes on TikTok. And he has a collaboration with Glamnetic. He's doing
0: fine. He's doing just fine. And I'm gonna be real. If I were 14, 15 years old, he would be my drink of choice. Okay. Totally, like. totally. <laughs> He looks like he'd probably ruin my life, but, you know, that was the kind of person I was into, I guess, when I was a child. So, Sarah, I admittedly didn't fully read the pitch, Mm -hmm. but I'm looking on the website. They're gel nail stickers. So is this similar to Manny Me, where you put them on your nail and then you cure them with a UV light? Manny Me and Color Street are gel-like nail stickers, and they're
1: just stickers. You don't need to cure them. Glamnetic, you do have to cure them. So Glamnetic is similar to, I think, Dashing Diva and Ohara. Okay. The whole world of like nail stickers and gel nail stickers, technology is wild and and like just so advanced now. But yeah, so I think that this is like the next level of gel nail stickers.
0: It says actually on the website that it lasts two weeks uncured and three weeks cured with a UV lamp. So. You, you can do either or. These stickers, if y'all are into Halloween, this is honestly why I'm into it because he came out with a bunch of different collab styles and like one has, I think, like a bat on it. There's like a little Halloween one. Hold on. Where is the Halloween one? Boo. Yeah, there's one called Boo and there it's like the design's our stars, a little like creepy pumpkin face, a little graveyard, a spider. There's big brain, which is like
1: the brain membrane. And then like skulls, little skulls.
0: There's flames, which is literally just black with like red flame outlines. Wild things, which are like cheetah print, zebra print. These are kind of like very like emo too. They're totally emo. They're 100% like... It's not a phase, mom. It wasn't just a phase. (laughs) Totally. I'm really into it. I'm really into it. So all of these are $20, and you can get them on Glamnetics' website. Honestly, I would buy these not because of Little Huddy, just because I think they're freaking cute. Yeah,
1: they are really cute. All of these men are wearing nail polish these days. And then I got that email that said that Guy Liner, according to Note Cosmetics, they do beauty trend data, and they – highlighted the comeback trends the most popular beauty trends of 2021 and then the top 10 upcoming makeup trends and the number one top 10 upcoming makeup trends according to their research is eyeliner on guys guy liner yeah guy liner so there's been a 280 percent increase in popularity so i wonder if this is like the machine gun kelly effect the travis barker effect Obviously, Harry Styles has been wearing makeup and nail polish forever, but I love it. Little yachty, little yachty. Right? He's got Crete and Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi, yeah, Kid Cudi was, was getting yes. shit for um, painting his nails, and and he was like, "Shut the fuck up."
0: Yeah. <laughs> yep. I love. I, listen, ladies, I just. You might want to run from a man in guy liner, not because they don't look good. That's the problem. They look real good and then they ruin your life. So just I'm just saying, like (laughs) speaking from experience, it sounds like be careful. Just be (laughs) you'll put so much time and effort into these men. No, just kidding. Okay, Um, can I
1: can I just I want to mention like the other things that popped up. Violet mascara was number two. Graphic liner number three, blue mascara number four, five, black lipstick, six, red lipstick, seven, white eyeliner, eight, frosted lipstick, nine, stained lips, ten, coral blush.
0: Is this like Google searches or what like is this based on? So Note Cosmetics is like a makeup brand. Oh, I wonder if Note Cosmetics heard my chat on Clubhouse about how to pitch unique angles because i was like look on google and see what's trending in terms of searches Mm. because that'll that'll help people want to cover your brand or your products v interesting
1: v interesting i'm gonna forward this to you because there's like a lot more stuff but anyways guyliner it's happening it's coming back Ooh,
0: who do you want to see in guyliner
1: i feel like tim timothy chalamet has not yet uh entered the world of like guyliner or makeup but I feel like he would just
0: look so good who else I personally want to see Christopher Jamal Evans in guyliner I'm not giving him the middle name Jamal that has that's the black community on TikTok calling him Christopher Jamal Evans there's a TikTok where a girl's like mm, you don't even know what I would do if I saw this man in public I'm like, mm. <laughs> You're like I've been there
1: I am alone. You're not not alone.
0: alone. You're not alone. He would look amazing in guy liner. Let's be real. Let's ask the Glamdolino community. Who do you guys want to see? Yeah, maybe we can like superimpose guy liner on some of these people. (laughs) Joe Biden? Joe Biden? (laughs) Joe Biden is a 20-year-old? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All day. Joe Biden. Good old Joe (laughs) Biden. Okay. There's drama. Shocking. Shocking. Okay. So this is from my favorite drama account here for the T2, Sam. So she posted this, and I I thought this was a really interesting conversation. So there's a candle brand, very small independent brand called Dev, D-E-H-V. The founder of that company posted and said that she has been a fan of the way – For like a really long time, obviously admires Jen Atkin, all of that great stuff. And she noticed that she got an order placed, I guess, earlier this year to ship a few of her candles directly to a candle manufacturer here in L.A., and she was, like, familiar with the address because the fact that this is, like, a very popular candle manufacturer here. And when she looked up the person that sent it, it was, like, the VP of marketing at Way or something like that. So she wrote this person and was, like, I canceled your order. Frankly, left, like, a really lovely email, I thought. like, Yeah. Was very, you know, like, hey, here, here's the reason why I'm canceling your order. It's just... I don't know what the intent was here, but, like, as a small business, I can't allow this to happen. Okay, so before I get to the second part of this, I was like, is this that big of a deal? I know, same. Because just to give, like, everybody who may be thinking, like, oh, my God, this is, like, egregious, why would anybody do this, like – this is so commonplace. If you haven't started, I mean, Sarah and I have not started our own brands, but we know brands do this. They, they take all the competition. They want to see what is out there, the best of the best. And they want to figure out, okay, what do I love about this? What don't I love about this? You have to see what else is in the market to be able to develop whatever product you're going to develop, right? I'm sure Selena Gomez and her team did this for Rare. You totally. Know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I was initially, when I saw the first post, I was like, eh, why are we, this is weird that's how I felt too. But then I was like, Ooh, okay. Okay. This, this kind of rubs me the wrong way. So after this, I guess she had a conversation with Jen. Yeah. That's kind of icky. And Jen was like, I'm such a big fan of dev. I like order your products myself. And then apparently said like, let's figure out a way to collaborate. I want to give one of your candles in, like, one of my mailers. And then, like, radio silence. And then now Way has launched, I guess, an identical candle. I don't know in terms of, like, packaging. That's a thing. Kirby and I are not in
1: the brand founding business. We don't make our own products, so I don't know. But I feel like the options for, like, candle jars and packaging in the candle world are probably more limited than we think like yes. your op- you know like your options are not as plentiful and to be fair and I'm just playing devil's advocate I will share like my thoughts after in Jen's defense this aesthetic of
0: neutral stone earthiness like is everywhere everywhere yes yes that was the thing that got me initially like when I was looking strictly at the candle jar, this does not look any different than like 25 candles that I have seen promoted to me on Instagram. Not, I'm not saying that to be rude or shady. It's just a fact. It's beautiful, but yeah, it's like not super unique. There's not a, a clear point of differentiation there. Mm-hmm. I do wonder though, and, and again, let me clarify, I don't know if if Rare Beauty did this or not, but if let's say it was Rare, they weren't ordering product to be shipped directly to a manufacturer, right? Like they were getting product probably shipped to their offices so they could test and try and open and close and all that long wear test, all that good stuff. So I'm a little sus of why it was shipped to a a, like going to be shipped to a huge manufacturer that like any candle person in LA would know. That's where it's going. And then... The conversation. The conversation thing kind of... That leaves a bad taste in my mouth. And again, like, I don't think Jen or anybody from the way has, like, made a statement about this. So I would be really curious to, like, talk to one of them and hear, like, what their side of it is. But I don't know. I'm kind of, like, conflicted by this now. If there was a way to, like, give this dev brand their flowers, but, like, have way make their own candles like I'll be 100 with y'all I'm not going to way to buy a candle I'm not um I'm going to buy hair products I don't really think like dev is specifically focused just on candles um so I think that you know obviously they have an edge over way in that aspect and I don't know like but like maybe the the scents are different I'm like, did they make the, the exact? Is like the exact candle the way it's made? Does it burn a special way? And right. that's like, what is they it copied like too. The combination of
1: soy and whatever waxes they use, like, because if if so, then obviously that's kind of messed. That's a lot messed up, very messed up, I should say. I don't know, but I have a friend who makes candles, and she definitely has to see her competition and what's out there. And that's what you do. But this is a very specific situation. But
0: I also agree. I'm I'm not personally going
1: to wait to buy candles.
0: Yeah. I'm like looking online to see if there's like anything that's been said.
1: Well, some people are like really like they really are fans of the fragrances that like of Waze hair products and their body scrub. I mean, I'm a fan of the dog shampoo, as all
0: Oliver knows. I, oh, I know you are. I mean, I got to give it to Way. We flame to please. They're really good at the puns. They really are. Um, I wonder if anybody said anything. These are some comments. Can we read some comments from... Mm-hmm. So Daniel Preda says... I'm all for small, a small brand reclaiming their time and hard work, but this vessel shape and design is not new. My friend has been making it for years and years. Concrete is very easy and cheap to fabricate. Also, lalabo it's been their signature candle for a long time. I don't know. This seems like it's reaching. This is how production ideas happen. Does it make it right? Probably not. A girl named Lauren says this is happening more and more. The fact that these companies feel so comfortable buying directly from the smaller ones and they're ripping them off. Not a good look. This happened with a skincare brand not too long ago. Um, someone just goes, I think it's weird that they're making candles compared to all their other products kind of off the wall. And then someone else comes in and just says, this is normal industry practice. I'm not saying it's quote unquote right at all. It's just totally normal for brands to order from quote unquote competition in order to test products and find aspects they want to replicate before sending their own into production. I can almost guarantee they ordered from a dozen other companies as well. Again, I don't think it's great. I just see it as standard capitalism. Unfortunately, I think I agree with her. But then I also just still feel weird about the conversation. Yeah, yeah.
1: This happens a lot in the fashion world, and spe- specifically with one influencer who continues to, like, steal designs, but, like, it's, like, blatant.
0: Okay, we know. We wore what? We know. We stole what? It's, like, a whole earth deal on TikTok. She continues to, like, show her face for whatever reason. And she still has, like, a deal with Nordstrom, right? How is this
1: possible? So, like, I don't think it's at that level, but... There's something weird. Like, it just feels a little weird.
0: Please, Jen. I mean, I I would reach out to Jen, but I also think this is such a weird situation that I'm like, eh, I don't want to, like, when she decides to comment on it, we will follow up. But I'm not going to poke the bear on this one. I'm just going to, like, leave Leave the bear alone. So that's uh, latest brand drums that's been happening. Sarah, we have a pretty freaking exciting guest for this Friday's episode. We do. We do. And this is a brand that Sarah recently mentioned was on her face. So now you're going to get to hear the story behind it. This person is so accomplished in the beauty industry, like oh a wealth yeah. of information. I think you're going to die. Cannot wait yes. to pick her brain. It's going to be so good. It's going to be chef's kiss chef's kiss y'all all All right y'all know where to find us on instagram and twitter at los angeles pod send us a call on our cell phone or our google voice you can call Call me on on my google voice voice. (laughs) our phone number is 424-341-0426 did you write it down nope i memorized it oh wow good job give us a call see you guys on friday